Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from that magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Welcome back to Oracle Soup. Here we are in the kitchen with Katrina and Gina. How you doing? All right. And we have our cookbooks out, don't we? We do have. <laughs> well, you know, people, when you say cookbooks, people are actually going to think, you know, we're the new, uh, the latest and greatest food star network. But what we're talking about are our tarot books that we have coming out or I have coming out and you have out. Well, yes, that's indeed. I do have at least one book that's still out and available, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But the topic that we're talking about today, one of my favorite topics in the whole entire tarot world and oracle world are books. We've talked about decks, and now we're going to be talking about books. Yes, and I'm sure if you're like me, you have just as many tarot books as you have tarot decks and oracle decks. And, you know, books can – are we talking specifically – specifically tarot or are we going into other types of books as well what do you think i would say tarot le nomon oracles even i ching and runes and palmistry and astrology i mean they're all kind of related so don't be surprised if we bring up something that's not tarot but uh, definitely tarot i don't know if any of you are like me but i have twice as many books as i have decks i'm much more of a bookaholic i'll admit it <laughs> you know they have like tarotholic anonymous on facebook <laughs> yes bookaholics of course i'm right there with you i i mean i I um, cannot go into a bookstore without walking out. I, I try to tell myself, I'm just going to just buy one or two. So 10 books later, when I'm walking out, it's a bad habit. And you'd never guess it, but I'm actually selective. I will not buy a book just because it says something like tarot on the cover. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or even, I mean, right now, I will buy a book in English if it says Le Namon, because there's so few. But in the future, as maybe more appear, I'll be even more selective there, too. If it has to do with anything that's metaphysics or esoteric, I will usually buy it, even if I may not read it right away. Um, But I love collecting books that are out of print or older books on on the topic, just because I have a thing for old books, I guess. But... I, I I tend to kind of not be so selective. I just want to have it. And sometimes it doesn't apply to anything that I'm, I'm into, but later on it may. So, I, you know, it's like, I'll go to my bookshelf. I can, my own, my own, my store, my home is my own bookstore. I can go to a, on my bookshelf and pull something off and go, Hey, 
I needed this. I know I needed this when I bought this 10 years ago, and now I do. Yeah, I think of mine as my sacred library. And now Gina and I, believe it or not, we're actually Skyping with each other. So in the background, Gina can see my mini bookshelves, and I've seen hers. I've been to her home. So, yeah, we, we have books. Books are us. So speaking of books and us, let's just tell people right now how they can find our books, and then we'll Go on to the rest of our show. I think we should start with yours. Come on, girlfriend. I'm so excited. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so, so very happy and excited um, to announce that my first book, Tarot Book, which is called Tarot Coupling, Resources and Resolutions for Relationship Readings, um, say that five times fast, (laughs) is now available on Amazon. Didn't really find any tarot book regarding relationships that helped me and I searched and searched not that there are not there are many many wonderful books um, but I wanted to write something that in terms of my experience and what I learned uh, working with tarot over the years and would help my clients so um, tarot coupling um, is it had the privilege of reading it yes. and I was impressed excellent exercises Really interesting outside the box, but utilizing very straight ahead, uh, traditional, uh, let's say from the professional counseling point of view, really traditional information about relationships and compatibility. But you connected them directly back to the card, so that was fantastic. And really giving your readers a lot of options and ways of helping their clients in their relationship issues. Mm -hmm. So yay on you. We needed that. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much. You've been such an encouragement. I really, really appreciate it. And you know, we have to talk about your book, um, which is how we met, because I saw your book and started hyperventilating. It's not that bad, is it? No, well, no. no, in a good Actually. way. Like, I really, went, just in the title, Tarot Counseling, um, it was like, oh, my goodness, I, I need this because this is where I was taking my practice into being more of what, what we would say is therapeutic and more counseling. So um, your book was just it for me in terms of it's like oh this is the answer and of course then meeting you that that was the icing on the cake um but lots of details and i think from someone who actually uh is a counselor um and and has the experience and being able to relate it and be able to explain to practitioners what happens and what's needed for counseling others that's what we have in common is that our books are both designed for basically trying to increase people's awareness in their reading skills as professionals as opposed to focusing on a deck or exploring the history or other things we'll be talking about later in the show but you know what that really wasn't my first book what was your first book no my my first book was actually you know since i had been teaching for so many years my first book was a turo journal and it was designed to be interactive and to help people really get to know their deck much better and integrated a lot of the exercises I take my beginning students through. That one's out of print right now. I hope to rewrite it someday and put it back out again. Well, my Uh, discovery of you began with tarot counseling when I discovered that book. So Yeah. (laughs) Well, and so that, and it's funny because I do have it available on Kindle as well as the paperback that I sell 
because uh, it's self-published. But the Kindle version, uh, it's up on Amazon, and I have at the moment four reviews. And the third reviewer, it was so, uh, it was the only one that wasn't five stars. But what they said was absolutely accurate because they said, well, it sounds very academic. Well, it's not that academic. It sounds very academic. Uh, and it sounds like this person had shortened a thesis. And that's exactly what happened. It's like I had been sitting on this thesis for um, that I had, I'd been collecting information about and working on for quite a few years. And I thought, you know, I don't think I'll be going for that PhD. If I had, it would have been a full-blown, like, 300-page book. But I thought, well, to give myself permission to put it out there without it being as, let's say, uh, deep and filled out as I really wanted it to be, that's why I titled it An Introduction. And that gave me permission to just introduce the material to the world to see what kind of feedback I would get. And I'm actually very pleased with the feedback I'm getting and the impact it's having. I'm, I'm a little surprised, and, uh, but not surprised, really, really pleased. So, yeah, so that's our books. And, of course, we'll keep creating. We're both very creative gals, and we'll tell you more about those things in the future. How um, are, Can you tell us again where to find your wonderful material? Well, for now, the only book I have available to sell in paperback is An Introduction to Transformative Tarot Counseling, The High Art of Reading. And people can contact me personally through my website or my email, and I can send that all over the world. And if they want to get the Kindle version of it, just go to Amazon. Okay. And I just want to add that my book is also available on um, shifferbooks.com, who is actually uh, Schiffer Publishing is my publisher. So it's available there. But right now they're doing um, the pre-orders through Amazon, but you could go to either site. All right. Well, now to our favorite subject, books. Books. Yay. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next. Welcome back to Oracle Soup. And we are going to talk about one of our both Katrina's and I's uh, favorite topic, uh, tarot books. Absolutely. I love, 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 love books. What can I say? In fact, that's probably why I wear glasses. I started reading like at night with a flashlight when I was five years old. I just can't get enough of those books. And I'm not the type to read, um, let's say, fiction. (laughs) I love books. And so when I look at Tarot or other books, I tend to categorize them in three main areas with a fourth one that I'll mention. And so for me, when I'm attracted to a book, it's either going to be something that I want to learn from and that it's informative for me. I'm going to learn something new about relating to the cards or relating to life. I'll make it really general like that. The second category is something that's either study or a reference. So I may not read it all the way through, but I'm going to have it on the shelf for those times when I need to pull it out and read something about that specific topic or that particular card. And of course, this encyclopedias would sort of come into that category as well. And then the third is teaching and illustrating. So for instance, there's books in my library that I don't need to purchase for myself because 
I don't particularly need to read them, but I know that my students would really uh, appreciate them or get some value from them. So there's some books I purchased just for that. And then I imagine there's people out there who probably purchase books as collectors. You know, there's some interesting books out there, and even though you may or may not use the information in the book, just the fact that it's a collector's book. Uh, I was just looking at the painted wagon that I have, and uh, I'm going to be taking it to share with a Tarot aficionado friend because I've had it for years, and I didn't realize how rare it was, and so I'm going to be sharing that with my friend. Even though it's not a book that I would read and rely upon on a, um, in a professional way, uh, it's a fascinating book. So, yeah, some of them are like art books. So you can think of them as art books, too. So you can collect those. So then those books, I break them down into other categories. So And you could probably relate to some of these categories, Gina. So some of them are card knowledge books. And these are books that are either general information about the decks or they could be specific to a very uh, certain deck. Like often the book will come with the deck. And it's I love that because when I'm teaching my beginning students, I say – I recommend that you have at least two books, one by the author or approved by the author of your deck and another one from someone completely different who's going to give you a different point of view of your deck. And so those are more card knowledge. And then, of course, there's reading skills. And readings could be anything from layouts and spreads and how to put a reading together and also different styles of readings and applications of readings. So there's a whole gamut of books on spreads and layouts. And then there's also reading skills, meaning different techniques for reading. What happens when you do uh, just a two-card reading or what happens when you add mm, different types of decks together or even non-decks together. So there's all kinds of interesting books around skills. And then, and this is the category I think you and I fall in the most right now, which would be uh, counseling and people skills and ethics. And so when you talk about the Tarot Coupling book from Gina Thies, or you talk about an introduction to Transformed Tarot Counseling by Katrina Wynn, we're really speaking to the readers themselves and how to raise the bar on their skills. But it doesn't stop there, folks, or at least not in my library. <laughs> and so now there's other categories. I would, also, I would sort of call them special topics. And so uh, one of my favorite special topics is symbolism. Love there are that. books. Yes. You want to say something about that? Oh, no. I, you know, one of the things I started doing is, especially when um, I started writing um, tarot tips for the tarot school, Walden Ruth Ann Emberstone, uh, I, I bought, I started just buying books on symbolism and it was just like feeding something into me whereas it helped me look at little details of the cards in a different light and it pulled in more information and as a matter of fact uh the last um this month's uh issue for tarot tips i talked about fine details little things in the cards that give us big information big information and that we often don't you know Look, uh, we tend to maybe focus on, or at least sometimes in the beginning, you focus on the big image, you know, in a card. So it's like when you look at, say, the death card, you're, you're focusing on this menacing, dark figure, but you, you may not even notice there's a tiny, tiny little boat in the river back there. And that boat, um, which happened for me in a, in a specific reading I did for a client, um, we I did this reading and I said, 
the the boat actually caught my attention and I had to I had to ask I said what does this boat have to do with what's going on with with your situation the boat it's all about the boat and she said that boat is the reason why <laughs> I'm in the situation it was huge it was huge so I learned to pay attention to fine details so symbolism of course very very huge and if you want to hear more about that story Read Gina's book. <laughs> hey, so symbolism, of course, for a lot of us tarot people, that's like the essence of the tarot right there or other oracle decks. Now, if you're working with Lenamon, they have symbols, but studying, studying things like symbolism will not help you because as some people say, tarot is a symbolic deck, whereas something like the Lenamon is a verbal deck. So uh, that's a quote that's been going around on Facebook. I've so been how, how does that work? as verbal well for instance each symbol or image represents a word or an idea it's learning it's a language literally goes right back into language okay whereas the reason a lot of people uh, such as myself are attracted to tarot is because a, a picture speaks a thousand words or more so i'm trying to learn the thousand words so that when i'm working with a thousand different clients i'm going to speak each person's language because each person's going to have a different relationship to that symbol potentially and it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of situation at least not with my style of reading and by the way we're going to probably go back and, and mention some specific books but I'm, I'm just kind of giving you an overview of some of the ways I, I break these things down and so under special topics uh, and this is another thing I mentioned to my beginning students is that when you begin to study tarot you're actually learning another language And the really cool thing, like some people say when they study Latin or something, is once you learn the basics of that language, it opens you up to so many other languages. So I think of it also as a cross-cultural study because, for instance, there can be decks or books that draw their imagery and their influence from a unique culture or a subculture, Mm -hmm. and yet they're still using the basic template of the tarot. Correct. Yes. So here's some of the things that have certainly touched upon many of the tarot decks and maybe some of the other oracles as well. We have metaphysics. Now, metaphysics is a very, very broad category, but basically it's the meta or the overview of physics from maybe more of a spiritual, intuitive, psychic place that has actually been codified and studied, such as alchemy, Kabbalah. There's also religion. You know, those of us who either were brought up in a religious atmosphere or have studied it, um, there's traditional, such as Christian, Hindu, Judaism, Islamic, there's earth-based religions, there's Native American and the different tribes and and their different associations, because there isn't just one religion there either. Uh, There's also spirituality. I notice I have a whole section in my library on goddess as well as Wiccan and pagan. And then there's different philosophies, uh, whether it's ancient to modern, classic to esoteric. So everything has a belief system or philosophy in the background and the more you understand philosophy in and of itself the more you can actually understand your deck and some of the influences that went into that deck and then i go for straight ahead science i like to study science we even have a science deck now and a physics deck i like to study physics math i'm really good with math uh energy and when some of us who work with energy healing and recognize the energy in the cards, that's also very helpful. I like to study the brain. And so I, I can actually do a whole deck 
describing the different functions of the brain. <laughs> okay, so, and then, I could see that one coming out. That would be that'd be great. You'd have some. You really? Um, that's hey. my secret. That's my secret deck plan. Don't I, tell nobody. Okay. Well, we we <laughs> need that. One of the things that. Um, um, in terms of all the categories that you're going through, um, in my personal journey in tarot, I've noticed that um, I I would start out maybe thinking, you know, I'd be in one area and really just interested in maybe, you know, the iconography or mythology. And it's ended up leading me into things. Let me just tell you, when I ended up getting into phi ratio or pi ratio, I mean, tarot has <laughs> led me through all these different um categories and arena and then philosophy but it's interest interested me all along but at different points it's like I can really hone in on a specific thing it's just like it builds upon something and um, when you get to the point where you're putting um, paper on your wall to write stuff down and connect some dots yeah right <laughs> right and there's a lot of dots that can be connected and that's why the tro itself is so uh, versatile mm -hmm. and so powerful uh, just just a couple more things if I can squeeze these in yeah. my sister mm -hmm. so cosmology also comes under science but also metaphysics sexuality and psychology and everything from existentialism to behaviorism Jungism and of course you mentioned mythology so these are just some of the areas in my own library that influence the way I approach my study of tarot and oracles and uh, divination and and I'm sure each of us could probably name books favorite books in some of those categories so now I'm going to ask you Gina when you think of card knowledge for instance something really basic that just describes the card do you have any favorite books or authors? Um, I would say 78 Degrees mm -hmm. um, by Rachel of Pollack. Wisdom. Of Wisdom mm -hmm. by Rachel Pollack. I think um, that's been one of my all-time favorites in terms of card knowledge. That's usually one of the, the ones I recommend to my students as well. But, you know, there's some writers that I am particularly fond of, and maybe it's because they come from a counseling background or they're really good teachers. I don't know. But one of them is Joan Bunning. She has a whole series of books for beginners and for um, different spreads and things. And she has a very bare-bones, really accessible way of teaching people. And then uh, I love anything by Christine Jette, J-E-T-T-E. And she comes from more of a counseling background. And one of the best books um, she has, especially for those people who consider themselves professional readers, is called Professional Tarot, The Business of Reading, Consulting, and Teaching. And that's Christine with a C. Um, and then, you know, I... I just I have favorite books on symbolism and on history. What about for you, Gina? Um, I have, I love in terms of history, I enjoy reading um, The Tarot by R Richard Cavendish. Um, and I also love, uh, let's say I love A Wicked Pack of Cards, um, which uh, was one of my go-to books. It's by uh, three authors, um, Ronald Decker, and um, Michael Dummett, and um, the third author, which I'm drawing a blank on right now, DePaulis. Um, so um, excellent book on in terms of the um, occult origin of tarot. Um, so and playing cards too. And playing cards. Uh, yes. yes. And playing cards. So um, yeah. Very got interested in that. Thought that was that was opened up a lot for me. 
And that's another category I had was history. Yes, right there. <laughs> so, and then one of my favorites is by Robert Place, the Tarot, History, Symbolism, and Divination. That's another As, good one. Yes, yes. And then for folks who are just getting started and they want to kind of tune in to symbolism, Pictures from the Heart, a Tarot Dictionary by Sandra Thompson is most mm-hmm. excellent. And I hope that one's still in print. But what about, uh, do you have any favorite books on spreads and or layouts or things like that? Um, Power Tarot um, is one of my favorite books on uh, that, that has a lot of great spreads. Um, don't have the book in front of me, so now this is one of the reasons why I needed to be in my, uh, <laughs> near my desk. Uh, but it's called Power Tarot. And All right, cool. Look that up. You could probably look it up, but um, it's... Um, not a new book, but has tons of great spreads that um, I actually used in my practice. And as I was working on um, Psychic Web doing readings, it was just like has all kinds of spreads for every type of occasion. So, yes. yeah, that was one of my go to. I probably have a list of 30 different books on spreads, so I can't even begin to tell you. There's so many fantastic ones, but I would like to mention two of my latest favorites. Okay. And one of them is Tarot for Manifestation by James Wells. Okay. And what's cool about his book is instead of using the spread to give you information, he actually has uh, quite a few exercises where the client is selecting the cards uh, to protect to represent different things and then you add additional cards to tell you more about them and I love that kind of interactive way of working with people and then the other one is Andy Matzer M-A-T-Z-N-E-R and his book the Tarot Activity Book which is actually only available through Amazon I believe and here's a person who is a social worker and a psychotherapist and has really filled this book with amazing exercises for you to do individually or with another person and very insightful and very deep. And of course, that's my preference. I like really deep stuff. What can I say? I have. And then, <laughs> go, go on. Oh, well, what I wanted to say is for people who aren't into necessarily they're really deep, but they're just beginning and they want to learn the Celtic cross. You know what is the favorite book for my students? What's that? Like people who say, I don't want to know a whole lot of stuff. Just give me something really simple. Uh-huh. It's called The Instant Tarot Reader. And that's by Monty Farber and uh, Amy Zerner. It comes with their Enchanted Tarot deck. But right. the book itself is... Uh, Literally a cookbook, as I like to call them, these really simple books where they kind of give you very simple recipes. It's literally the best cookbook, I think, on learning the Celtic cross. And it also has a page on a three-card spread, too, so it's really helpful. I actually kind of started off, I think you mentioned, um, way before the Internet. That would be the thing I would do. I'd hit a new town, and the first thing I'd do, I'd hit all the used bookstores, and I'd start looking for interesting books. And that's actually how I've come across one of my favorite little books, which is actually a magic book. Magic's a whole other category, by the way, magic and ritual. It's by Israel Rigardet, and it's called The Art and Meaning of Magic. And so I actually have the original little hardback Oh, well, very cool. I, I, I have that book and mean to get to it. Um, just a really quick thing. Looked it up. Power Tarot, Trish McGregor. When you have some time, there's a little downtown area in Wichita Falls. Uh, t- um, I believe 
that is just all of the buildings filled with books. Like they brought out all of these. Oh my goodness. On one street, it's just all of the buildings. Like practically, you've got to go. It's just all books. All, all, right. all the buildings. And she's talking about Wichita Falls, Texas, which yeah. is right outside of Dallas. <laughs> and uh, I'll be coming to Dallas and uh, we'll be going there, right? We will be. Hopefully, if we can okay. have time to take the drive. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a three, four hour drive away, maybe. Maybe a little bit longer, but because, um, you know. That, that reminds me of Powell's Books in Portland, and that's where I got a lot of my books. It's a city. It's a whole city block. One solid building, three or four stories tall, and plus they have a, another place across the street for all their technical and computer books. So, Love yes. that place. Love yeah, that yeah. place. Now, I cannot end this program without mentioning one of my favorite authors who herself studies Tarot. She's writing about Tarot, but she's actually coming from the education background, and it's Ina Smetsky. And right now I'm reading one of her books called Edu Semiotics of Images, Essays on the Art Science of Tarot. Oh, I've got to get that. <laughs> yes, she, she, this is the second book of hers, and it happens about once a year or once every two years. A book will come out, and I'm in love. I'm literally in love with the book, and I'm always in love with her books. And I even, you know, I'm like, well, I don't know what this, this uh, semiotics is, so I actually started purchasing some books to help me understand it. So I've got have this encyclopedic dictionary of semiotics media and communications the tarot itself can start teaching you and spinning you off in all these other directions that are quite fascinating absolutely it will happen when you end up in places you you could end up in places you least expect but um it's to me all for a reason uh that these books and these things will come about and come to you and there's a time um as you said um mentioned earlier about tarot coupling it's like there's a time um that books come about and there's so many talented people um, that are producing books. But um, it's interesting because uh, you would think a few years ago, it was like one or two books on the shelf. <laughs> and now there's an yes. implosion. And I was fortunate because I'm so old. <laughs> I go so oh, far come back. On. To oh, come get Robert O'Neill's Tarot Symbolism book, which I've read, you know, cover to cover and marked in and made notes. And that's kind of the way I like to read is, you know, if I'm devouring literally a wonderful meal of this book, talking about oracle soup <laughs> i go through and i i highlight and i write in the margins and then i go back and i summarize the book so that's how i really really learn these things and now i know this one's a little on the controversial side but another favorite one that i fell in love with quite a few years ago was origins of the tarot by Dai Leon. Love and that i mean i have got this look thing at you so bookmarked i thought i was the only one that did that like crazy <laughs> you know it took me months to read this months and months because i'm such a slow reader by the way <laughs> yeah i have books that i take breaks on and i'll go back but i have mm-hmm. to highlight everything i've i've picked up books and just opened up and read something and go okay it's not making sense to me right now i'll put it back i'll highlight it put it on the shelf and then you know it, it could literally be 10 years later i'll go back and pick it up and go i need this now i'm ready right. so it's like this exact journey and this progress and this development that you're doing that is so true. And in my case, since I'm mostly a self-taught tarot person, the books were my friends. Not necessarily the cards, but the books were really my friends. And now I feel so fortunate to be able to go to tarot conferences and and be able to study a little bit and meet people. But I'm really self-taught at least 
through my own practice, but also through these wonderful books and these wonderful teachers. Two more books I'd like to mention ever so briefly. One of them, if you're working with, and this kind of goes back to reading and learning some of the skills, uh, Mary Greer's Tarot Reversals is a fantastic book. That that one was going to be one I had to mention, mm-hmm. and I've told Mary herself, this is the, I said, this book is, number one, it's, I, I felt like the, um, the explanations, the interpretations, dead on, very right. dead on, and it's one of the best books, because it not only deals with reversals, she does the upright uh, meanings as well, but just her explanations, and it's just straightforward, and um, it's one of my go-to books. Absolutely, and of course, absolute go-to is Tarot for Yourself, the original book from Mary Greer, and then recently, Who Are You in the Tarot, that's an excellent one, so Mary Greer, Rachel Pollock, two of my absolute favorite authors in terms of just me learning new things about Tarot, and then if you're working with the court cards, my favorite writer is Kate Warwick Smith. She reminds me of some of the ways you're talking about the court cards in your book on tarot coupling. Mm-hmm. And that's really excellent work. Yes, I have that too. And that's been another one. And then, you know, some of us who have a variety of decks, sometimes it's hard to find books on certain decks, like the weight deck, woohoo, hundreds, thousands of books. But let's say you're studying the Marseille deck. You know, it wasn't until recently that there was a book that came out by Jodorowsky. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Jodorowsky, yes. Alexandro. Yes. Alexandro? Alejandro. Or Alejandro, Alejandro. I don't know. Alejandro. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's one of those things I would always search for. And that's actually how I end up buying a lot of books, which now are collector's items. I didn't realize it on the Lenormand and playing cards because it was some of these playing card books that actually have some Marseille cards in them as well. So I actually have quite a collection here. I have over 600 books just tarot and tarot related. (laughs) Yes. And, um, you know, Stuart Kaplan's Encyclopedia of Tarot. Oh, yes. All four volumes. Um, Yeah, I'm still working on getting three and four, but... <laughs> no, it's like those books. They're they're to me they're precious. They're they're gems, and I collect collect them as well. If I could find an old um, or it's relatively unknown to me in terms of tarot, I think, oh, who wrote this? You know, I like finding those <laughs> old um, books, and I found some you know books that have not been you know you hear about a lot of books over and over again, but there have been there's a ton of stuff out there just yes. worth having in your library in your tarot library absolutely. Well, this has been fun. It has been, and this is something we could just talk forever about, and I'm really going to pull them horses in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a chariot on a mission. But, uh, you know, we may have left out a book, and later on we'll go, darn, but, uh, and maybe you as a listener, you're thinking of a book you wish we had mentioned or you want to know more about. So, the place to contact us is... Well, we can go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Oracle Sloop. And we also have a website, oraclesoup.org, O-R-G. We'd love to hear from you and come back for more healthy, heaping helpings of Oracle Soup. Until next time, folks.
spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com, for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And .org is like Oregon. Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.